Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this, our 184th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast, I am your pinch hitter host for the evening, uh, Mr. Mark Boucher. And with me, of course, is my good friend uh, and fellow podcaster, the Volleyball and Beast of the East, who can make you laugh in three words or less, Mr. Ronnie Johantis. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm... uh, living on a prayer right now because uh, we <laughs> we are a little bit of a curveball here right away yep yep if you uh haven't noticed uh you're probably not hearing nor are you seeing if you're watching us on youtube um we are down two good morning guys once again uh but not because of any planned reason uh so unfortunately we tried to get lucas and and pat on here but uh however um Lucas's internet is absolutely fantastic, and Pat is, of course, in Brazil with Lucas, uh, has been for almost a week and a half now, I think, um, and uh, yeah, so their internet is complete crap, and they could not join us uh, for for our podcast tonight, uh, so uh, Ronnie and I here are just winging it, in an already winging it kind of episode, because we are... Going full on improv tonight. We're improving it. Yep. All the all the format has been tossed to the wind. And uh we're just we're just going for it. And so um if this is your first time listening to us, I'm sorry. Um I also apologize. <laughs> Lord, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh thank you so much for joining us on this afternoon, morning, afternoon, evening, or night amidst as we well you know we talk about the games the game of life amidst the games we love to watch and play you know how that goes uh pretty much just talk about whatever we're feeling really like whatever whatever we decide at the time and usually video games is just sprinkled in yep 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 we we're a bunch of nerds around here and we just talk about whatever we want mostly usually there's more planning involved in this but uh tonight is the exception so um so I guess I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, things that I did this week, new things that I tried. Um, so, Ooh. so this past weekend was uh, basically like super birthday weekend for um, my nephew and my brother-in-law because uh, my brother-in-law's birthday is on March the third, and my nephew's birthday is on March first. So they decided to do back-to-back birthday parties. Uh, this weekend, this past weekend, and um, and so we had on Saturday. Uh, it was a surprise trip for my brother-in-law. We went axe throwing. Really? Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> uh, my dad and stepmom literally just um, invited me to go axe throwing on Sunday. Uh, I've only done it one time myself. Yeah, this was this was my first time. I have never done anything of that sort. Um, how did uh, how did you do? Actually, not that bad. Um, yeah. So um, they they gave us like a, a kind of crash beginner course of of how to throw the axe, and um, there's actually two different kinds of axes that you can throw. They have the two hand and the one hand axe. Yeah. Um, obviously, the the two hands like a lot heavier and it's got a stronger grip. So um, you basically have to. It's almost like a uh, if you've ever seen a tomahawk being thrown yeah. or something like that where they put their their arms behind the their back over the head yeah and and toss it that way um or you can just one one arm it and so yeah they taught us how to do it and it's interesting because like whenever i want to throw something like i want to flick my wrist but yeah. they they teach you right away like your your wrist needs to be rigid because yeah. otherwise it's going to overcompensate when you try to throw it um so uh, which one did you uh which was the preferred like throwing method for you was it the two hand or the one hand the the one hander uh one hander yeah i actually found the same thing the first time i went that it was just if it seems harder to throw it two-handed yeah yeah it just it's just awkward to me to put my arms it is up like that and try to throw something 
Um, whereas, you know, with the one hander, you've got it, you've got it basically out and then, and then you kind of have to throw it that way. It seems like you'd be more accurate with one hand too. Like you kind of yeah throw it where you want it. Yeah. I, I got the hang of it after a little bit. Um, you know, a lot of my throws were like, you know, it, it overspun or, um, or the, or the ax, you know, basically hit the. It hit the target, but it didn't stick the target, if you know what yeah. I mean. Just kind of Yeah, you got to get that target. small, like, that little bitty window where the blade is. Like, you just got to get a piece of that. Yeah. Yeah. But <clears throat> but but when it does hit and, and it, everything just connects right and you just toss it just right, it feels, feels real good. It does feel great. It's like hitting a good, like, clean golf ball or something. Like, yeah. it, it, nothing hurts, like, when you hit a good shot. <laughs> like yeah. Your body just automatically feels better about it. Yeah. So I actually did get a couple of bullseyes and some and some some decent scores. I mean, by no means am I uh, like, you know, perfect. <laughs> You're not going to quit your day job. Yeah. No, I'm not about <laughs> to go pro. Uh, and uh, but but it was it was a lot of fun. And um, I actually would I would love to go play again. I'd love to do that again. Um, yeah. The place they have near us that does the axe throwing, they actually have like leagues and everything like on weeknights and really? stuff yeah i guess like people are, are super into it um like when i went i had i had a pretty good time going uh the thing that i always think is the most i guess interesting is um there's always somebody in the group who's terrible like they just cannot grasp it and that is the funnest part really uh <laughs> just like you know watching those did you have anybody that threw it to where the axe like bounced in like a semi-dangerous location like we had one of those happen i don't think we had anybody where they basically threw it out of the line or or went back towards us or anything like that but we definitely had uh ones that um you know when they threw it it basically because the the way that it was set up the way the range was set up it's like in a cage almost yeah um so so none of the um the axes can hit the ceiling um and so he threw it and it definitely hit the top of the cage uh, um but but we didn't have any ter completely terrible ones we had we had one or two people that were like hey can you guys give us some pointers here because we're just not quite getting the hang of it but yeah but once they once they got it they got it um but yeah i don't think there were any hazards <laughs> we had one that um a girl was throwing it and it hit the target and it hit like very low on the target and i guess it didn't quite stick and the axe actually bounced back like towards the group it was uh it was pretty intense honestly that must be a so, pretty hard throw to be able to bounce it, like... i'm pretty sure that's why they have you sign the waiver yeah i, I think that was that yeah. was the reason for the waivers the axe coming back into the crowd that's fair Yee. Um, but it is a really cool idea. Like I, I actually like when we went, they they did the same thing, kind of like the crash course where he kind of goes over all the stuff and and how to throw and and things like that. The guy that we had at this place was he was really fun. You know what I mean? Like just like kind of cool to hang out with. Like he's telling us stories of other people and stuff like that. It was pretty fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean overall, uh, we had a we had a great time with it and. Um, I, I, yeah, I definitely would. I definitely would go go back again. Uh, I definitely want to for sure. Um, if I remember correctly, it was fairly inexpensive too. Like just you know, like a couple hours, like a pretty fairly inexpensive like activity. You know, compared to some. So so this place is actually um, it's in the same place as like a gun range. So it's oh, okay. not it's not like a you know uh, it's like one of those ones where it's not like one of those ones where you you can like get alcohol or something like that i got gotcha. you um, like a lot of those places it's like an actual legit safety i mean in, yeah in i'd it, say with the gun range they're probably not slinging beers yeah. <laughs> yeah um and and so the for each person uh, we only got an hour um for each person i think it was 20 bucks and we had yeah. One, two, three, four, five people. I think that were there. That's, that's not that many. That means you guys probably got a pretty good amount of throws within that hour. I would oh, assume. yeah, absolutely. Like we were able to pull off like this yeah. whole competition, like friendly competition kind of thing where it was almost like the 
it was like the Yahtzee of axe throwing. Like, you know, <laughs> you have to like uh, yeah. get in a certain types of, um, of you get like one of every, one yeah. of every section. Yeah. Uh, but you That's had to get cool. multiples. It was like, um, cause you know, with the target, it's, it's basically one, two, three, four. And I think the bullseye is five or something like that. Yeah. Um, well you had to like get one bullseye. You had to like get four fours, three threes, three twos, three ones, something like that. And you had to clear all that in order to, to actually be the winner. Um, that's pretty cool. So, so yeah, we had, they had a competition like that and, and, uh, the birthday boy won, my brother-in-law won. Um, so that was, that was a fun time for sure. But yeah, it was, it was very like super safety oriented. Obviously we had a fun time, but like, it wasn't that kind of a, that kind of a place. Um, yeah, but, uh, I will say there was, there was this one moment where basically, um, you know, when you throw the axe, obviously you're allowed to go back down the lane and get it because there were three different lanes. And so yeah. it wasn't like all of us on one lane. And so I, I walked down to get it. And, and my brother-in-law's brother, um, he, he when he would throw the, this axe, it, like he was like with was all like the hurls humanly possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the dangerous people. I mean, you're not supposed not supposed to throw it gingerly or anything, but like, he was like, yeah, but for the most part, the weight, like, I mean, it carries itself. Yeah, and this was like extra amount of force, and like I was walking <laughs> back, walking back up the, the up my lane. Thankfully, he was in the other lane, and when he threw it, I felt the force next to me. Oh man! <laughs> I was like, hey, 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 Jack, you might want to lay up on that. <laughs> Maybe let me get back to safety first. Yep. I'd, I'd like to keep my face, um, but but no, man, it was it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a great. It is cool sure. to do something different like that. There, there's a the place up here that that does that um, that we went to also has that. Um, uh, I can't remember what they're calling it, but it's basically like bowling, but with the football. Like you're throwing the football like at the bowling pins. Like what? they have like a couple of different like games like that. Uh, and I can't remember what they were calling it. It's some combination of names or something like that. But it seemed like it was it would be pretty cool too. I've never done that one before. You know that makes me miss. There's this like there's this particular type of of bowling that you can do, and it's it's mainly up in like uh, Canada. And I'll have to ask uh, Chris Chris the Rock if he knows about this game in Canada and up in like the New England states. And it's called candlepin bowling where the the bowling ball is a lot smaller it's it's almost like obviously it's heavier but it's almost like um was that ski ball yeah it's it's almost that size Um, okay but it's like bowling ball density um but the the pins are literally they're you know how like the the bowling bowling pins typically are like this kind of weird shape well they're like super like candle looking Um, oh okay and I guess it seems like it'd be really hard. Yeah. I, I don't know what the advantage is or, or disadvantage is. I just know, I mean, with the lighter, the lighter ball, I mean, it's still pretty, pretty hefty. Is the distance like cut in half, like of a regular, like bowling lane or. I, I don't know. I'd have to look at the, at what the regulation size hmm. is. I don't imagine that it's, it's that much smaller. I mean, that distance, like a regular bowling distance. I feel like that would be really hard. Like with yeah. that small bowl. Yeah, I'd have to see what the what the distance is for candlepin bowling, but yeah, you can typically whip that ball way faster than you would a a normal. Yeah, normal have you ever ball. played? Um, I think it's called bocce ball, maybe. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So it, I I imagine the ball is something like one of those, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. I got you. I got you. Um, but yeah, you can you can whip that thing so much faster, and there's like entire leagues uh candlepin bowling leagues i remember there are like, people that are intense about everything <laughs> yep yeah. yep if you can be competitive about it especially in the united states uh there's probably yeah. a league about it that's um, probably true yeah there's a there's a um a candlepin bowling alley in my neck of the woods uh it was called lita lanes and every saturday they would have a, a televised event where it was the league of candlepin bowling on the local uh, local it was station. televised and everything it's... yeah Oh yeah, I'll have, to see if I can find. Stuff. I'll have to see if I can find some some videos. I'm sure they <laughs> probably have some videos of it on like YouTube or something. But pin bowling. Yep. 
Candle pin bowling. Um, I've also heard of duck pin bowling, and that's pretty similar to that. But, but in any case, um, yeah, man, axe throwing, axe throwing is a lot of fun, man. I, I, I definitely will do it again. Yeah, I did it with a, I did it with a group of people uh, that I played volleyball with, and I, I actually went in expecting it to like not, like not be that much fun. Um, but it, it really was honestly like a pretty good time. It's like a when you say axe throwing, like people automatically assume, I think that there is danger involved. Yeah. Um, they've done a really good job with the way they do these, where it's really not that unsafe. Um, yeah. I mean, anything could be unsafe <laughs> because you just have unsafe people. Right. Uh, and you know, when usually when you go with those people, you already know who they're going to be. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all common sense kind of stuff. I mean, they, and they teach you, at least this place did that like they teach you the yeah. proper stance and everything of how to how to throw it and stuff and everything else is just common sense yeah um, that that sounds similar to the experience that i had they they gave us a whole course at the beginning before we even you know before we even got started but i yeah. think they they split us into like two teams and the two teams battled each other and then there was like a they gave some kind of prize for the person who scored the most points or something like that. Yeah. Which I actually came in second for that. Um, nice. <laughs> so I, I just missed out on, on first place. I think I lost on one of the last throws. So it was actually like, it came down to the wire. So it was even a little bit more fun, you know, because there's like a little bit more riding on it. The, the instructor that was trying, that was there uh, supervising the, the range person uh, that was, that was instructing us and everything. Uh, he kept trying to put down money. <laughs> he's like i got money in my pocket here's 20 bucks right here i'm like nope he's probably trying to make everything more interesting because he's watching people do the axe throwing all day yeah and i'm sure he even though he, technically that that wasn't his particular station he was subbing for somebody because normally oh, he's, gotcha. he's the um like the gun range master and so or whatever that's called um and and so he was <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know what they're they called him a certain name, but I, I don't know what that what that is. Um, but uh, yeah, he was the Grand Poobah. Yes, the master of the master of uh, range, master of ceremonies. Yes, um, but uh, yeah, so he definitely had some experience with it because uh, he, you know, he's like, and he was like this jacked like guy who's in the army and everything like looked that. like he was an axe thrower. Like. Yeah yeah <laughs> actually the guy so when we showed up at the, at first like i just assumed you know that it would just be some regular guy or whatever and the guy that was giving us it like the whole training like was literally looked like a viking like as soon as i walked in there <laughs> like he had long dreaded hair with a huge beard like tattoos all over him i was like man this guy was born for this exact job like <laughs> Good good afternoon, everybody. My th name is Thor Odinson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <right. laughs> um, but but yeah, man. Um, yeah, he kept trying to he kept kept trying to put down twenty bucks. I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm not I'm not betting on you. Absolutely not. There's got to be some kind of rule against that, like betting customers. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody to there to stop him. So. But, I mean, I guess. Yeah. But uh, no, overall, overall had a had a fun time and. Uh, and then, like I said, yeah, it was it was birthday weekend, so uh, we had my my brother in law's birthday on Saturday night, um, and then my nephew's birthday on on Sunday. And was that a father and son? Your your brother in law and his son? Yes, had like yes. close. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. His yeah, like I said, uh, my nephew's birthday is March first, and his birthday is March third. Gotcha. So. Um, almost made it yep <laughs> almost made it to have the same birthday well my dad like he he was like telling my my mom don't you dare have him on my birthday because my dad's birthday is the day before mine um, oh gotcha yeah he's like don't you dare have him on my birthday so he held out she, one day yeah <laughs> she held out just long enough yeah i think my dad's birthday is um a boy i have the hardest time remembering this date it's like early on i think it's november 8th maybe yeah um, and mine is the 28th in November. So we're usually same month. So we always get, end up getting together at some point. I always feel bad. Cause I remember birthdays. Like I remember my dad's birthday, obviously. And then I remember my stepmom's birthday. I don't, uh, I know it's like sometime in, in April or May. Uh, I, I constantly forget my parent, my parents' anniversary. 
Yeah, know you know, why. I'm I'm really bad about like I I always hate like uh, being like the prototypical guy like on certain things. Like yeah. everybody's like, oh yeah, guys don't remember like anniversaries and stuff like that. But honestly, like it has just naturally happened that way. Yeah, like I do my best to remember things, but man, some dates are just hard to remember. I've got my anniversary down. Got that. Got that. As long as you got that, I feel yeah. like you're you're in you're okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the absolutely. important one. Yeesh. Um, but yeah, so we we had a lot of fun. And but let me tell you, I feel like you're in one of two camps with kids. You either really love kids, or you just uh, well, you don't. Maybe, maybe <laughs> or you yeah, don't, or you don't. Yeah. No, I, I can't say I'm 100% like that. I take that back. But um, if you ever want a, a means of birth control, go to a child's <laughs> birthday party. Just hang out with a bunch of kids. <laughs> you know, I, I'm i 100%. Uh, I, I believe that we are the same on this particular category. Um, I, you know what? Since I, like, I don't have kids, I literally, like, I don't even know how to talk to young kids for the most part. I don't know. Like my cousin, um, two of my cousins were actually, they, they play volleyball on Fridays now in another league. And so they show up and, and they both have like, you know, fairly new babies. They were both born. Um, one was born this year. And I think the other was born at the end of last year. Um, so they're both like, you know, really, really young Yeah. and they, you know, they bring their babies up there and, you know, of course, like Elizabeth is like, she just picks one up naturally. And she's just like, you know, it's like all this, like, she just automatically knows how to, you know, just handle a kid. She's got the uh, and yeah, no. And I'm like, I'm like, like, they're like, Oh, do you want to hold the baby? And I'm like, uh, not really. Like, I don't Yeah. No, nah, I mean like you're, you're going to enjoy it more than I am. So you should probably just, you should probably just hold it. Like, I don't want to stand here nervous the whole time, like holding somebody else's kid. Yeah. Um, but you know what I end up doing is I can't <laughs> in my mind, I, I, it's like, I'm blocked. I can only like when I'm looking at a baby or like talking to a baby, I revert immediately into my dog talking voice <laughs> where I'm just calling them a pretty girl or boy, basically like, and I, like, I don't know how to distinguish the difference. Like I, I just, uh, that's what I end up doing. I go into like dog talk mode basically with kids also. Who's a good human being? Yeah, who's a good, who's a good little girl? <laughs> yeah, and, and and just ends up happening. I always feel really bad. That's like these people's kids. Like I'm just doing my best out there, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I like. I can handle. I can handle kids. I like. I like kids until they start crying or whining, and and that's a, that's the thing yeah. about kids is like somehow they have tapped into a decibel level that's easily like 20 to 30 decibels higher than, than anybody else. Like that is true, man. If you're not used to it, like it just cuts right into you and you're like, I have got to get out of here. I feel like you could be in the most crowded place in the world, like a super crowded restaurant or something like that. And it, and baby cry or toddler cry just cuts through all of that. Yeah. Honestly, I always feel bad for the parents because it's like, I mean, I know this isn't your fault or anything, but man, this is rough. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was interesting because like the, so it was my, it was my nephew's second birthday. Um, And so, you know, terrible twos they're at that age. Yeah. We're talking little kids into everything. Yeah. And, and, and these kids are, are very early days about learning how to share. And, uh, <laughs> that's a lot of crying. Yeah. Sounds like. And, and so, um, you know, there were a, a few times where, um, you know, it was my, it's my nephew's birthday and he's opening gifts and everything like that. And there was another couple that was there with their, their two or three year old daughter. And, uh, she, you could tell she was very much an only child. Uh, because she, <laughs> she wanted presents also yes, she yeah. wanted to like open everything for him or 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 open them with him and it's so, like no no come on no no it's his birthday he's opening the presents and she would like immediately uh, as soon as he opened something she would immediately try to take it from him and 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 my nephew has got the best looks down in terms of like girl you better step off kind of thing <laughs> Yeah, I always love seeing those on little kids. Those are the best. <laughs> it was the best. But yeah, there were plenty of times where like we had kids there that were like, 
super high level wine crying and and you're just like okay here you can have him or her back now yeah um, and so that's i feel like when they start to cry and you're holding them like up oh, where's mom and dad at this is their yep i broke this is it. their turn here like <laughs> yeah, that, not working for me yep but um but you know and at one at one point one day you know i'll i'll, I'll probably have kids in in some way but I, yeah and then then we'll be more prepared yep but, but right until now, then I, i'm on the same page as you for sure like yeah. it is uh <laughs> this is a you haven't had them like you just haven't like crossed into that level of your life yet where you're just like ready for that stuff yeah uh or prepped in any way because you're just never like prepped yeah so i assume the beginning like of having children has got to just be an absolute disaster right right well i mean basically like when we were kids like you thought your parents had it all together like they were just as like clueless as we are. <laughs> now we realized they were just like kids that were trying to keep their own crap together, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's just, it's just a never ending cycle of that, but, but yeah, it's all good. But yeah, it was, it was a pretty, pretty crazy, crazy weekend for me uh, in terms of birthday parties, but it was a lot of, a lot of fun. Um, I just don't know that I would do back to back birthday parties like that. Like I have more props to my, my brother and sister-in-law for, and both of them were hosted at their house. So, um, that's craziness to me, but I, I feel like that's one of those things though. Um, uh, so that's one of the things, one of those things that like kids prepare you for, because like you end up having a lot of these things like for your kids, you know? Yeah. And, uh, like as like, and maybe you're, you'll be able to relate, but like, obviously it's just me and Elizabeth. Yeah. So like when somebody's like, Oh, Hey, we're going out to dinner for, you know, to celebrate this person's birthday. And we're like, uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to make it tonight. Uh, yeah. but we like appreciate the, in like, you know what I mean? Like we don't go out that often. We stay in a lot. Yeah. So like when we have to go out, it's this whole thing. But I assume like once you have kids, like, yeah, then you're probably just going out all the time and always going to separate places. So maybe we're just not prepped for it yet. Yeah, I feel like that could go two different ways just because like, um, like yeah, you'd be going out for birthday parties a lot, but at the same time, like knowing kids and the way that kids are, like you have to add at least an extra 30 minutes to each to every process for each kid that you have. Um, Man, so because be yeah, because just trying to get families out the door anywhere is is insane so yeah i mean right now i mean i i i think i could shower get dressed and be just like ready to rock and roll in about 20 minutes like yeah and that's like pretty generous amount of time like i'm sure it could be done in less um but yeah trying to get like other human beings ready like that's just a whole another story trying to get everybody presentable before they walk out of the house yep 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 goodness i understand why all those people are late all the time like I, I totally get it. Yep. Absolutely. Ronnie, you got anything you want to talk do. about? Do you? I do. Uh, so actually I, I want to talk about today, first of all, just because of how today ended up going for me. So I will preface the story by saying at work um, every year I have to work with it um, and different, different subsections of it to complete, like a yearly project, which is the bonuses for the people that I like monitor their compensation system. Mm. Um, and every year there's uh, normally there's changes, like slight changes. Uh, but in the past like few years because of COVID and with the market and, you know, basically everything fluctuating, going up and down that has changed year to year fairly drastically. So what that means is my job more or less is to, is to monitor uh, the compensation system, not necessarily, uh, my job isn't to be a project manager, but mm. what it has, what it has become is being a project manager at some <laughs> point every year yeah. for this project. Um, and, um, this year's no different. Like a lot of things have changed. Uh, we'll need new reports, new, uh, just a new process really in the way things are are paid and the way their like bonuses will go that all that has changed over the past three years, every year, uh, just because of the way like the economy is really. Yeah. Uh, so this year is no different. And recently within the past week or two, 
all of that process has started. So normally sometime in March is when I, and when that starts, um, I get all the new information kind of from the top and it trickles down. And then I figure out, Hey, well, this is what we need to do to get that into place. And that process has started. So work is frustrating during these times. Your own little March Um, madness. Yeah, it it is. It's a different kind of March madness for me. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things where I, I've never, um, I've never been a project manager. I've never, I, I don't know. I hardly know anything about it and what they do and their systems and their processes. Um, so the way my project is a little bit different is there's not really like a liaison somewhere in the middle where I would tell them what I want. And then they would lay it out for the it person in it format, mm. which would make them understand it. Yeah. We don't really, I don't really have that. So the past couple of years has been me talking to IT directly. And uh, like, I have one guy in IT, like he's awesome. Uh, like me and him have a great working relationship. And, uh, you know, usually I'm able to get the point across, but there are some times where I'm like, I'm trying to tell him what I need from a business standpoint. And he's trying to figure out what I mean from an IT standpoint. So there's this barrier that is not that easy to get over at first. It's like two people speaking different languages to each other. It, it really, it really is. When, when they're talking like <laughs> two IT guys talking to each other about work, like I might as well just keep going. Like, I don't, I don't know any of that. Um, and in the past few years, I have learned a few things where this year was different. I actually have been like, I think we can read, like, like kind of utilize some of the things we already have in the system. If we just tweak them and I was giving examples and things like that. So it was really, it, it went better this year than it ever has gone just because mm-hmm. I've learned from mistakes over the past few years um, and just learned the things that work, but that process has started for me. So it is a little more frustrating. I have a lot of people emailing me and uh, calling me from different areas, you know, mm-hmm. all, all these different areas that need to be worked. And so I already knew waking up this morning that was going to happen. So I woke up this morning feeling like absolute crap which is no different than any morning. Okay. <laughs> like every morning I wake up and like, I don't want to be awake. So like, you know, I'm not a morning person. I hate the mornings. Yeah. I'm not a big morning person either. I woke up and I was already like a little grouchy. And then I came into like, you know, a few different emails, uh, like a few different requests. And I see that they were sent at like seven thirty last night. And I'm like, what is the deal with people? Like, what are you, what are you working all night? So I was, I was aggravated by that. Yeah. And then the whole day, like it was just one of those days where like everything is just aggravating. And so like for the most part of the day, I would consider myself as having a bad day, just kind of grouchy. I tried to lay down at lunch. I was going to like just lay down and take a nap for, you know, 30, 40 minutes or something like that. Just didn't work out. You know, mm. like when I'm on a timetable to sleep, like then I'm thinking about like, oh, if I go to sleep right now, I can get like 35 minutes. And then like, as soon as you start thinking that way, like it's just working against you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the cats like was just <clears throat> extra needy all day. Like wanted to be like <laughs> on my lap or like looking out the window behind me on my desk. So it's like, that was another thing. And I'm like, just trying to be, yeah, I'm just try- <laughs> like, I'm trying to be just nice about it. And like, while this is happening, like the other cat knocks over her food bowl and I can hear it on the hardwood floors out in the living room. <clears throat> she's knocked over like a full food, a full bowl of cat food. It's everywhere. Oh, so I got to go out there and like vacuum it. Just like little bitty things that like just kept happening, you know? That's that snowball effect. <clears throat> yeah, it really is. And it was because I was already aggravated. Like it was because of the way I felt that things were bad anyways. Otherwise they just would have been normal things, you know? Yeah. But I also knew um, that tonight I was going out to dinner with my grandma and yeah. my aunt. Um, and my grandma, I just recently turned 90. Wow. Um, so uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a little while since we've been out to dinner with her and it's something I used to, you know, do once a month and, and I got away from that and, you know, I, I, I regret getting away from that. So, uh, I'm definitely going to make a change there. That way we're going to see her a lot more often and go out. We went out to the cheesecake factory. Um, and you know what, like just immediately, it, it really, it really is a fantastic place. Like I've never had anything that I did not like from there. Yep. Um, 
so we sat down at the table and in all honesty, like just sitting down at the table, like with my grandma and my aunt, like I was automatically in a better mood, like just immediately. Like nice. it was fantastic really. And uh, like we had a great dinner and everything. Like we had a little bit of wine. Uh, my grandma didn't drink wine. Uh, she, <laughs> she's like, ah, no, I don't think I, I don't think I want to have any. Um, but me and Elizabeth and my other aunt, um, you know, we had some wine and everything and, and had a really good dinner. And at the end, <clears throat> I went into this like like I'm I'm buying dinner <clears throat> like I, I'm buying their dinner too like I, I wasn't I was just gonna go behind their back and like walk up like I was gonna go to the restroom or something and just be like here like, just put it on this you know yeah but I decided I was gonna be I was just gonna tell them like well I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for dinner and they're like no 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 I'm like well I was like if you guys say no like I'm just gonna go up there I was like I'm pretty fast <laughs> this, is, like, this is happening either way <laughs> I'm pretty fast there's nothing you can do about it really you can accept it. Uh, so they were really appreciative of that. And like, you know, that always feels good um, yeah. because there's a certain point in your life where like, you know, we've become adults and it's like, no, no, you, you don't, you don't have to pay for dinner every time we go out just because like I'm your grandchild. Like yeah. you've treated like, me I, out enough. Like I am like, I'm sneaking up on mid thirties here. Like I, like I, I'm fine. Like I've been, <laughs> I've been out in the world by myself for a while now. So yeah absolutely um but it made me feel really good we had a great dinner like it completely turned around the day like just immediately and uh i'm sure there's a lesson to be learned in there like maybe don't be a hothead or be grouchy in the mornings like don't let the little things get to you but today was just one of those days where it did yeah and i'm really glad we had that dinner because i was actually like <clears throat> i don't want to say that i wasn't looking forward to dinner because that makes it seem like i didn't want to go i don't want to go out to dinner with my family sure i wasn't looking forward to dinner and I even told this to Elizabeth, like we are, you know, just honest and upfront, like say it how it is type thing. Right. And I was like, I'm really just grouchy that I have to go be nice. Really. I yeah. just want to be mean. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm just I, like, I'm grouchy and I'm gonna have to go be nice uh, because it's my grandmother. And of course, you know, there, there are some rules that just are never broken. And that's one of them. You are nice to your grandparents. Like, so, um, but yeah, no, it like literally turned around. It was a great evening. And uh, yeah, I'm sure. There, like, like I said, there's a lesson in there somewhere. But it was, uh, it was a really nice turnaround. Dude, I know exactly how that is. Just because, like, um, last <laughs> week, you know, you know me. I'm not the kind of person that, like flies off the handle or anything like that. I'm yeah. a pretty even keel kind of chill person. Um, but when something makes me angry, um, or or upset, like. It doesn't. I don't so much lash out, um, so much as like internally, like I just feel it just completely stewing up inside of me, and it. Affects, I get really quiet. Yeah, it affects. Uh, uh, yeah, it affects everything I do, <clears throat> and and you know you know me and my my job. I'm in customer service, yeah. and like that whole day, trying to <laughs> trying to function. <laughs> And have that customer service voice on when I've got like this war raging inside. <laughs> yeah, you're just uh, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I've every, I've definitely been in that scenario. Every phone call is like, no, I don't want to do. Yeah, as this. soon as they ask, you're like, oh, unbelievable. Like, yeah, but uh, those are the days you don't get any easy calls. Yep, yep, absolutely. But it seems like the world is like, let's see. Let's just see what he can take today. Let's see what will push him over the edge. Let's turn it up to 11 a little bit. <laughs> Let's crank the knob just a little bit. But um, uh, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was honestly, it was, it was a fantastic dinner. Like I was so happy to go see her. It's been a long time. And, and, you know, especially with COVID and stuff and, and her being older and um, you know, if I at any point like feel sick at all, like, everything aside like i'm absolutely not going like, you know what i mean like not even in question so um but yeah it was it was fantastic and, and the cheesecake factory really is that place is awesome 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 yeah i i love i love grandparents um you know it was it's it's definitely been awesome um because my my parents my grandparents have all long since passed away um, and so when I got married to, to Kristen, um, you know, I had grandparents again, which yeah. was fantastic. And, and her grandparents have been 
the best. Um, they are super, super nice, super caring, super fun people. Um, and we've been on a lot, a lot of, through a lot of fun times together and it's just awesome to, to, to hang around, around grandparents and get to, to learn all their sagely advice and, and, yeah. and all their fun quirks. And, um, I just want to get funny how the, it's oh, funny ahead. how the transition happens. So, and, and this sounds funny because I'm, I'm 34 now, but, um, I realize if, if you were to roll the clock back five, 10 years, like, no, I, I was definitely angrier, meaner, like all of these things, I would be quicker to like, you know, shoot off at the mouth or something like with, you know, whatever. Yeah. And now it's like, as I get older, I'm like, ah, like I will sit patiently and yeah. think about what I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, you know, before I say it. And <laughs> if you just extrapolate that to how old like grandparents would be like, I can, t I can totally understand. Like they, they have it figured out by that time. Like yeah. they don't waste their time on, on little things. And um, yeah, it, it's, it's a really cool thing. Yeah. Um, so um, not to bring, not to bring the room down too much, but uh, <laughs> I, I want to give a shout out to, um, for my wife's, my wife's grandfather. Uh, his name's Paul. He's awesome guy. Just like super like, southern um you know yeah. wise old man who who liked to crack jokes and things like that um and and unfortunately uh he passed away on sunday and mm. um and he was dealing with he was dealing with uh stage four lung cancer uh, ah. so um which he i think he was diagnosed in like october november or something like that and um, honestly, you know, I think that's better to not have it drawn out. Obviously, you know, you want to spend as much time with family as possible, but yeah, I mean, for selfish reasons, you, you want them to be around forever. And, yeah. um, but yeah, I, I, I do, um, I guess, you know, obviously like, and I think I've, I've shared it with some of you guys, like, you know, we've all had losses in our lives and things like that. And, and somewhere along the way, I, I tried to, I guess, look at them a little, like look at loss a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people say like, you know, they don't say it's a funeral, it's a celebration of life, you know, or whatever. Um, but, but I truly believe that there is something to be said about that, a celebration of their life, you know, yeah. people getting together, talking about all of the fun, you know, hilarious things that they did, funny things that they said, and just remembering them uh, is, is truly just a, a, like an, an awesome thing. You know, yeah. even though they're not here, like I said, selfishly, yeah, we, we want them here as long as we can, but that's just for us. You know, it's not for them. Sure. Um, they're going to go off to a better place and, you know, we're going to be better for knowing them. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I like calling it celebration of life just because like, it doesn't have to be all dark and yeah. down and sad all the time. But I mean, obviously, you know, especially in terms of, 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 you know, me in my faith, um, you know, the Bible talks about there being a time for mourning and a time for, for laughter as well. So obviously mourning, yeah. mourning is a good thing. It's, it's a healing thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, once you're what, I mean, when you love somebody like that, it's just that there's, there's always going to be mourning for your loss. It's yeah, uh, impossible to replace a person, you know, that you love. Yep. Absolutely. Um, but but we're we'll have a lot of fun celebrating celebrating his life. But I've I've been super thankful to have to have grandparents again. And you know, um, obviously we're gonna make sure we take care of her grandmother uh, now that now that her grandfather has passed on. But yeah. Um, but dude was just an awesome dude, and and just a, a wise guy, and um just a, a solid person, a solid, nice, caring, compassionate person, um, who loved his family. So, yeah. um, but yeah, you know, there was, um, just to, I guess, kind of add to that. So, uh, obviously like I'm, I'm still based on the, via Facebook and things like that. My ex-wife's family, um, you know, they were in my life for a long time. So, you know, a lot of them, I, I still, um, you know, keep, uh, keep an eye on and everything. And, and I think, uh, it's been maybe two weeks, uh, since her grandfather had passed away. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of an unexpected thing. It was a, a stroke that kind of led to other complications and mm. uh, there shortly after he passed. And um, I, I was texting back and forth. Her, her mother had, had reached out and, and kind of let me know what was going on. And, um, you know, I sent a long message back and it, it got me thinking uh, about a couple of things that he did, like that whole, just like really, you know, good older guy. Like um, he was a guy that made me feel like extremely welcome being a brand new kid coming into like a family Christmas, you know, at the first place or something like that. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> one of the things he used to do and, and uh, I think a lot of us have seen, you know, our older grandparents do things like this is it would be at a family function, Christmas or something like that, kids opening gifts, you know, or whatever, just people gathered around. He would sit, uh, you know, just somewhere like it wouldn't necessarily be in a corner, but he would be sitting somewhere in the room around the outside and he would just be watching everybody, not saying anything, just smiling and literally taking in and enjoying his time, like with his family. Yeah. Um, and that's a, and that is a thing that I think, as you get older, those things that are really important, they've already figured those things out. Like they know what that is. Um, and it's just a great, it's a great thing to like, see, you know, somebody that is, you know, just really just loves, they would just love to sit back and watch their family be together and have a good time and things like that. So I always really appreciated that when I see that happening with people. Yeah. I feel, I feel like when you, when you're, when you're older like that, like you have a lot of opportunity to kind of slow down and, and see the bigger picture and, and appreciate, appreciate and be thankful for everything that you have and especially family. And, and I know he, I know my, uh, my wife's grandfather definitely did that. He loved spending time with, with family. Um, you know, they always, um, would bend over backwards every, every year to make sure that we, um, cause we, I go with them to the Outer Banks every year yeah. which is like the beach area in North Carolina mm-hmm. and and they would always make sure like can we fit everybody in here uh, in this yeah. house and and because that was yeah they just want everybody together you know yep yep so it's it's always been sweet times for sure yeah. so but that was I'm, really cool I'm thankful for grandparents I'm thankful for for him and his life and and his family and and what he what he did for them in so many ways and how much family meant to him and how much he would um pray for us daily we we'd hear like he'd talk to us about you know with praying for us by name daily and things like that so i'm super thankful for for him and his faith and everything so but not to not to bring things down too much but you know my my grandmother that i went out with tonight um she (laughs) She must have the longest prayer list, like known to mankind. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know how long it takes her before she gets to bed at night, but it has got to be at least a solid 30 minutes. Like, yeah, uh, she has a ton of grandkids, great grandkids. And she's just, man, she just tries to pray for everybody every time, like individual people. And uh, yeah, I mean, she just, she just goes through it every single night. So sweet. That's awesome. <clears throat> uh, so. I watched a movie this past oh, yeah. week. It was pretty sweet. I you know, I'm not I'm not a stranger to admitting on on this show how much like Pat <laughs> and I both are like huge fans of like time travel mm-hmm. type stuff. And I watched I watched this movie called The Atom Project, which is on mm. on Netflix. It stars Ryan Reynolds. Um and I think Zoe Saldana is in it. Um Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I'm glad um, you said that because I would not have known. Um, and also Mark Ruffalo is in it. Okay. Uh, he plays... Banner? No, but somebody like very much like David, like um, Bruce Banner. Banner. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I almost went with the, the 70s Hulk where they call him David Banner. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, he's very much a Bruce Banner-like science guy kind of person in this movie and he plays a good he plays a good science guy yeah <laughs> um but yeah i i absolutely love this movie it's on netflix um so if you have netflix it's there the adam project it's called yeah the adam like project. the adam is an a-t-o-m no the a-d-a-m a-d-a-m project. yeah and if you watch the movie you'll understand why it's called that um uh. but um 
yeah, it's basically about uh, this this twelve year old boy who's bullied and and all this kind of stuff, and he's a complete nerd, and he ends up through a series of events uh, meeting his future self, who is played by Ryan Reynolds. Um, huh. And um, that sounds you know, cool. Yeah, it's it's really sweet. Um, I really like Ryan Reynolds. I mean, he is. <laughs> Is it, is, so is it a comedy or is he like dead oh, serious in this movie? It's very much a comedy. Very okay. much a comedy. And and the best thing about it is is the kid who plays <clears> his <throat> 12-year-old self has his personality down to a T. Really? Like they nailed this when when they, <laughs> when they cast him. Like down to his mannerisms and everything. And and there's actually a, That's impressive. A, there's a video online um, and I will warn anybody, it does have plenty of language in it. Uh, but um, there's a video online where this kid who they cast as his younger self is is such a fan of Ryan Reynolds. He has the entire introductory sequence to Deadpool 2 memorized. <laughs> and That's sweet. And he was reciting it, and, and Ryan Reynolds was, was <clears throat> recording all of this. And he like he has his mannerisms down and everything. It's like it's like watching a little Ryan Reynolds. Man, you think of the cool things we thought like were awesome when we were kids, and then this kid is doing something like that. Like, yeah, man, that's crazy. It's crazy, but man, kid has a filthy mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, if I were if I were his parents, like, <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh, that's got to be a slippery slope, man. If your kid's like an actor and young like that, and yeah. You know, depending on what you get, like, I guess, cast in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, and he definitely, he lets some fly in the actual movie. So, so, uh, this is a movie that's got plenty of cussing and stuff in it. So for anybody. Not for the children. Yeah. Not really for the children. Um, but still, um, it was, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's always interesting to see, cause like my baseline for time travel films obviously is like back to the future. Um, and, and so there have been a bunch of time travel movies that, that they have their own rules. Like obviously Endgame had time travel rules and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, Did you ever see 11, was it 11, 22, 63 with James Franco about the Kennedy I, assassination? I had seen, um, commercials about it. I've never actually watched it. <clears throat> it. It's pretty good. I think if you, um, like time travel, it's, it's a really cool piece. I may need to check that out. Um. But yeah, I, I'm really into like, and this is like the futuristic type of time travel nice. type stuff. And they have their own, their own rules and things like that. And the fun thing is like, they break a bunch of the rules that like other movies have set up in terms of time travel, Yeah, which was, I, I thought was like a breath of, breath of fresh air. Um, yeah. I but, mean, they, there have been, I actually think that uh, in Endgame, they kind of made a joke about that. Yeah. I think it was, uh, he's like, you know, like we don't bet on any sports. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 That whole conversation with like, yeah, uh, exactly. Um, with, I think it was Bucky and, uh, Rhodey and yeah, it, I know it was, uh, Ant-Man, Rhodey, um, obviously Iron Man in that, in that one. Yeah. But he's like, wait a minute, you're not basing this whole thing on like on the movies. Right. He's like, cause you had me scared there for a second. <laughs> one of the ones i mentioned is like hot tub time machine yeah yeah but yeah it's it's this movie is a lot of fun um i very and it's very much a throwback to like 80s films it definitely Hmm. has that 80s film type of vibe adventure type of vibe um so i highly recommend that you watch it um brian reynolds is is funny as always uh in this movie for sure um and uh, I think I think they did they did a great job with it. So I highly recommend. I will give check out the Adam Project. I will give the Adam Project. Let's give it. Um, <clears throat> let's do nine and a half jump punches to the face out of ten. All right, that's a pretty good rating. Yep. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what I saw this week. It was on TV. Um, I was just kind of flipping through the channels, and I decided to watch it. Um, Last Action Hero. Oh my gosh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yes. I haven't seen it in forever. Like, I mean, I feel like the last time I watched it, I was probably a kid. Um, but honestly, like, I still enjoyed it. Like, I, I mean, I don't know necessarily if I would say that it definitely holds up. 
Yeah. You know, because it's 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 exactly what you think it is. Um, but no, I, I mean I, I enjoyed it. It was pretty pretty solid. Sweet. <clears throat> I also I, did um oh no, go ahead. I was just gonna say I've only ever seen bits and pieces of Last Action Hero. Um, but every time I've seen it, I'm like, man, this is like stereotypical nineties uh, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. It, it's like every movie when we were kids, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I did um I did play a new game this week. Did you now? So I will say I'm I'm currently kind of on the hunt for a new Xbox. Uh and I say kind of because like I'm not gonna get up every morning and check, but like like I'll probably go to Best Buy this week and see uh if they have any in stock. They did actually have some in stock like t- two weeks ago, but it turns out that was before I was still broke two weeks ago. Uh, so yeah. That'll do it. <clears throat> yeah. Turns out uh, selling selling a house is a lot of money. It costs mm. a lot also. But um now we're in a different place. So yeah. I definitely want to get that. Everybody's trying to talk me into a PlayStation. And uh it's not that I don't want the PlayStation. I just don't know that I can justify it, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to play Elden Ring. Sure. I know a lot of people have been playing that lately. I've watched a few videos and it looks like it's a difficult game, but Oh, I'm gonna have to at least get in there and try it. So every every video I have watched for the most part of Elden Ring just screams guaranteed throw controller at the wall. You yeah, you're going to die <laughs> and be frustrated. I, I've I have had the same experience. Um where but also like that part makes me want to play it even more. Yeah. So um so we'll see when that happens. Hopefully, you know, maybe this weekend. Uh, when I'm out, I'll I'll stop and uh, check in. There My buddy has a buddy that works at uh, Best Buy right down the street from us, and okay. Um, hopefully he'll be able to tell me when they get the next like shipment of them in. Now, are you gonna go for a Series X or are you gonna go for the Series <clears throat> S? Um, X is the one with the the more what is powerful that, a terabyte one. or something, or yeah, the more powerful one, the big black yeah. box. I am gonna buy the big refrigerator. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Sweet I, deal. I, I, I'm. I, you know what, this last Xbox that I bought, uh, it was the less memory one. Yeah. I don't recall exactly what model it was, but I will never make that mistake again. Mm, okay. So yeah, I learned, that's... I learned my lesson. Hey, go big or go one. home with that. Yeah. Um, um, obviously the game that I played is not an Xbox game. Okay. It is a Nintendo switch game. Ooh. So it's called blazing beaks blazing beaks i haven't like, heard of that one like blazing beaks as in birds so what it is is i think uh, see i always struggle with what these games are called like the types of games like lucas will be like this is a rogue light game mm-hmm. i think it is like that it's very much like enter the gungeon or hades where you start from the beginning every time um there's multiple characters you can choose from these characters all have different weapons different like attributes they do different things and it's uh very like the style is old school arcade so it's not like these unbelievable graphics or anything but you can play up to four player co-op uh which i have only played two player co-op before i would assume would just be an absolute nightmare because yeah. levels are not that big but anyways you clear levels and at the end of every section there's a boss and within that, there's a shop in every section where you can give back, uh, you can buy new guns, you know, or, or other things. The difference with this game, which is kind of cool and also frustrating when you're playing it, is as you're going through the levels, um, the enemies will drop abilities that you can pick up. And each of these abilities do something different. Like, um, But as you're going through the level, they are all negatives. So they're all something that makes you worse. Oh, and then when you get to the shop, you trade all these abilities in and he gives you a pile of good stuff. Mm. But until you get to the shop, you have to deal with all these things. Oh my gosh. So it's a little bit different of like a a thing. Like it might be like uh, minus 40% reloading speed, uh, minus 40% like fire rate and things like these. And some of them are horrible. Like if you touch an enemy, you die. (laughs) like yeah total. that's yeah like but the the ones that are worse carry like a higher weight for the shop mm. so like on the one where if you make contact with an enemy the game is over like that might have a a lot higher weight than like 
minus one heart, you know, or something like that. Yeah. So when you get to the shop, those big ones are the ones that give you the best items going forward. But also it's one of those games you have to make a decisions on some of them. Like, do I even want to pick this up? You yeah. Know? Like if you're at the first, the first map on the, like a new world, you don't know exactly when that shop is going to come into play. Yeah. So I feel like this game screams Lucas. Like, I feel like it really does. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. I think he's like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to force him to buy this. So um, it is a rogue light. <clears throat> rogue okay. Light so game. that's, that's what I was thinking. Um, I think the game was a dollar 99. Oh, can't not, beat that. Not expensive. I actually had $4 in credits on my Nintendo account. So <laughs> I just got it for free. Nice. Um, but it, it is fun. It is fun. Um, I haven't actually gotten past the second boss yet. Okay. Uh, only because by the time I get there, every time, like I am so depleted, and uh, I've only I've unlocked a few things or whatever. Um, but yeah, it it is really fun. At the very beginning, you get to choose from all these different types of birds. My favorite bird is the chicken, uh, because the chicken has like a sniper rifle which fires like across the map. I just feel like it's the most consistent gun, and he mm. has like four hearts. And there's a guy that has like a machine gun, but he only has like two hearts. So you barely, you have like half of the health. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it is difficult because they do that, that abilities thing where every ability you pick up is a negative. Um, so once you stack up a couple of those, like by the time you get to like the shop, like your guy's just a piece of crap. Like, <laughs> just It's frustrating too. Cause you want to carry as many as you can, but you also want to survive. So it's a weird, um, the one thing I haven't done is looked it up online to see what people's strategies have been. Like oh yeah. What people have found to be, I, I mean, I definitely will do that because I want to make it further in the game, but um, I figured I would get in there. You know, I've probably made a total of like 20 runs maybe on it. And some of them are pretty short lived. I mean, you can get killed pretty fast. Mm, so. sounds but, like... it, but it is, it, it does, it does scream Lucas. Once I started playing it, I was like, Oh man, like it's, it's pretty good. It's a Lucas game, I think, for sure. Yep. Screams not for me. Yeah, it is. It's it's not um, it's not incredibly difficult gameplay. Okay. Uh, the basically the game style is like a 2D. You're like over top kind of of the whole map. Yeah. So it's not uh, it's not crazy hard or anything like that. Uh, it's hard to not get killed uh, at times for sure. But but yeah, that is uh that's the new thing going in right now. That's kind of like the hold me over until I get an Xbox game. Ah, there you go. Yeah, so I needed a nice little bridge there for that gap. Sweet, sweet deal. I I haven't really gotten into much of anything in terms of gaming this week. It's been it's been a weird week, but I think I may jump into uh, I think I've talked about this game on on the podcast before. It's a game called Tunic, uh which is very much a uh an homage to Zelda games. But yeah. it has been referred to as the Elden Ring of Zelda games. Ooh. Uh, so I don't know if I'm going to try it or not, just because that. Oh, man, when they slapped that Elden off. Ring thing on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I, I think did I send you guys the video from Elden Ring where the guy's like, he's going into this boss fight and he's like, only 250 people have beat this boss. He's like, that can't be right. And then the boss just like annihilates him in one shot. And he's like, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh uh, gosh, but we'll see. We'll see if I if I try it out. Uh, this weekend's going to be a little busy, but um, I may I may give it a shot. We'll see. Um, but anything anything else you want to put out there on the line? All hearts clean. You know, I, I think I can save stuff for for the next time. I want to complain about the Reds, but Pat's not here, so that's yeah. Just, you need Pat for that. Uh, I mean, I want to complain so much, so I'll, I'll hold on to that until next time. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, um, of course, you can find us uh, just to do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, you can uh, find us, of course, wherever podcasts are available, uh, whether that be on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Stitcher, any anywhere where podcasts are found. Um, we would appreciate if you write us a review. Um if you if you like what you hear well, and like what you see, uh, obviously you can definitely uh, give us a review and it helps us uh, be seen and heard a lot more by more people. So we would very much appreciate it. Um, of course, you can also catch us on Twitch. Um, we have our GMG stream team that, uh, you know, we basically, uh, you know, 
somebody's covering most of the week in terms of our streams, whether it be Chris, The Rock, Kerwin, or Lucas, or myself on Saturdays, which actually this weekend um, I will be streaming on Sunday just because Friday and Saturday are going to be busy as crap for me. Um, so be paying attention to our social media as to when when that will be. Um, but we'll, we'll be playing more Zelda Ocarina of Time. Um, so you can pretty much uh, catch us on, on streams wherever, uh, mainly on, on Twitch. Um, and uh, you can also uh, call us via our GMG hotline at 929-GMG-GUYS. It's been a while since we've had a good call. Yeah, we, we'd appreciate it if you dust the cobwebs off and, and uh, <laughs> give us one voicemail for Nabe. One voicemail. Um, <laughs> the limit of one per customer. Yes, please. Um, but uh, you can let your voice be heard that way. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to this very atypical uh, episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Uh, for uh, myself, Ronnie J, and the spirit of uh, Pat and Lucas, and uh, we'll continue to pray for Lucas's internet as it is tossing its cookies. Um, but uh, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. And may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.